Welcome to The Many Show on this victorious morning of Wednesday, January 24th, 2024. We told you, we told you, we're so, it feels so good to be right. Patting ourselves on the back. Nikki Haley confirms she is a Democrat plant. Last night, we have all the data to prove it. Donald Trump wins in historic fashion in New Hampshire, the most votes ever, ever in the history of the New Hampshire primary. And this is a state that Joe Biden won and Hillary Clinton won. I'm not not buying it. Pollster Rich Barris joins the show to break down all of the data along with Joe Biden's brain breaking. Remember, if you attack women, you'll see the benefit. (laughs) What? My name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show. I see the benefit, ladies and gentlemen, of uh, doing live, what were we live for like seven hours yesterday? We were live for seven hours. I come home and um, as soon as I like hit the sack, uh, my my newborn son starts crying and cries for like an hour straight. And so I am up, da- I am downstairs, hold uh, like holding my boy in my pajamas, staring out the window into the middle distance. <laughs> like in the d- Hello darkness, my old friend. Anyway, didn't get a ton of sleep last night, but you know what? We are powered by the Brigade, the salty army that flows directly into this cup that is filled with icy blackout coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, our blackout coffee is the coffee that we drink on the show. Powers this show, the sweet, delicious blackened caffeine that goes straight into our veins and keeps us going even in wild situations like last night and over the past couple of days. We have been live for, uh, yeah, I mean, like whatever. It gives us energy. You give us energy, and blackout coffee gives us energy. I ain't complaining. We're having, we're we're letting her rip. We're actually having a great time. Blackoutcoffee.com/slash/benny. Use the coupon code Benny for twenty percent off your first order. Blackoutcoffee.com/slash/benny. Be awake, not woke. Now, obviously, Donald Trump won in a historic landslide fashion. Let's put up the map. We got the map. Let's show everyone. Let's see the results here. Pop it up. If we don't have it up, let's pop it up. Let's go, baby. Uh, We need to establish something here. Donald Trump has won. Donald Trump has won. Now he won even before I, I mean, this was like obviously predictable. This is like saying the sun shall rise in the east and set in the west. This is something that was obvious. Donald Trump's MAGA movement is the foremost powerful political movement in America. And is something that even has like Democrats super jealous of, in fact, ladies and gentlemen, Democrats are straight up being like, and we'll play you the clips. Democrats that are running for president right now are like, wow, this MAGA, they're like going to MAGA rallies and they're like, wow, this MAGA movement is something else. You were never going to beat this. Okay. And these are the results from last night. And what you'll see here is that, and we'll just establish this, Donald Trump won Uh, by the largest number of votes in history in the primaries of New Hampshire. 170,000 votes. It's the most votes that anyone's ever received. And they're not even done counting. 95% reporting. Wow, they're going to pull a whole Maricopa County on this one. But what you'll see there is 11 points behind Donald Trump is Nikki Haley. Now, Nikki Haley, you could say, is like, wow, geez, she got a lot. She got, so she got 135,000 votes. That's like, I guess that's a that's not nothing. Right. And holy, you know, holy smokes. Is she someone to rival Donald Trump? Because that's the mean that's the narrative the, this morning. The corporate press needed Nikki Haley to come through and we're going to play all the, you know, the Trump rally and everything. Like we, we got all the clips loaded up and we were live for the whole thing. Uh, and we're going to recap it all. And what we now know about Donald Trump's VP selection, because we've, well, we've been making some phone calls. Very interesting. Things changed last night. There was an energy shift. Did you feel it? So Donald Trump wins. There's the numbers. All right. Read them, read them and weep. And they have been weeping. But it's important to actually pin down how Nikki Haley got them votes? How did Nikki Haley come within, you know, 10, 15 points of Donald Trump? 135,000 votes, that not, that's not nothing. So let's go ahead and interview a Nikki Haley voter. 
Let's go ahead and find out who who are the type of people voting for Nikki Haley. I think it's going to be worth uh, drilling down here and finding out who makes up that little pot of votes that she got last night to come within, I guess, like a, you know, like a really well-thrown baseball's distance of Donald Trump's vote total, right? We've been calling Nikki Haley a Democrat plant for a long time, backing it up with hard data, but we ain't got nothing like what we saw on display last night. This is an actual sabotage of the Republican Party and the Republican primary process. It should be illegal. Ladies and gentlemen, let me show you what I'm talking about. Go. Nikki Haley. And why did you vote for Nikki Haley? Uh, it's a vote against Trump. Uh, I think it would be better to have her against Biden in the uh, elections than it would be Trump and her. Do you consider yourself generally independent, Republican, or Democrat? Uh, Democrat. So when you undeclared... You voted for Nikki Haley. If it was Nikki Haley against Joe Biden in a general election, who are you voting for? Joe Biden. What is the. Let's break that down. So dude who just voted for Nikki Haley says, I'm a Democrat. Then he goes on to say that. In the general election, let's say Nikki Haley beat Donald Trump, right? In the Republican nomination process. Or let's say they did something horrible to Donald Trump, right? Some type of like jailed him or whatever, right? This is what Nikki Haley is doing at this point. She's a vulture sitting inside of a graveyard on a, on a headstone waiting for something bad to happen to Trump. It is grotesque. Nikki Haley, who uh, more and more I'm starting to think is like actually is a deep state plant, right, is only running in order to sabotage Trump and in order to get Democrats to float her dead candidacy so that she's not thoroughly humiliated. Democrat donors fund her. She runs on Democrat policies. Her heroes and inspirations are Democrats. And now we know as a matter of fact that it is Democrats who are exclusively voting for her. The reason why she didn't lose by 70 percentage points last night are because of Democrats. It's not that just that clip. There's a bunch of those. We were, because we pay attention and we're alive, we were able to find them. Check this out. Christian, who did you vote for and why? Yeah, so thank you. I voted for Nikki Haley, and it was certainly a strategic vote. Um, I think the DNC is fairly resolute in their nomination for Joe Biden. Uh, and while I wouldn't vote for her in a general election, particularly on our differences with uh, climate change solution, a woman's right to bodily autonomy or uh, incarceration rates, I think a vote for Nikki Haley is, helps diminish Trump's influence in the RNC and their nomination, but is also a vote towards democracy. And Christian is emblematic of so many conversations that I've had here throughout the day. Rachel? Alex, Christian, thank you very much. Appreciate it. It's good to have that perspective. That dude just gave you the whole game. Benny, there's a lot of voters. I see it in the comments. Benny, there's a lot of voters. Sometimes there's Democrats who vote for Trump. That's true. Sometimes there's Republicans who vote Nikki Haley. Democrats vote Republican, whatever. You just picked one guy. Okay, you picked two guys. Okay, the MSNBC reporter says that this is emblematic of all the people who voted for Nikki Haley. Okay, fine. CBS News in Iowa said that they ran out of voter switch cards for Democrats to switch parties and vote for Nikki Haley in order to F with Donald Trump. You can't actually extrapolate this on a broad scale. Yes, I can. Because we are alive and because we pay attention, we are able to actually show you the, uh, the network that Nikki Haley is building in coordination with the Democrat Party. This, I believe, is what's happening. Nikki Haley's campaign is funded by Reid Hoffman, a Democrat who funds Joe Biden. He's funding the lawsuits against Donald Trump, the Jeannie Carroll lawsuit right now against Donald Trump, trying to bankrupt Donald Trump, or at the very least, distract him and engage in election interference. Nikki Haley's whole mission in this primary process is to destroy Trump. 
to meddle enough in our election process in order to create a media narrative that there are alternatives to Donald Trump and so that she can go on attacking him from the right, right? And we now know this on a macro level. Check this out. This is the uh, data breakout from a guy named Steve Kornacki. I know, I know, he's on MSNBC, I know. But this guy is typically very good. And I actually follow this guy on X because he like spits out like the straight data. And this is what he was saying last night. He was saying that Donald Trump, if only Republicans voted, Donald Trump beats Nikki Haley so handily she doesn't even register. The only reason Nikki Haley even put points on the board was because of the number of Democrats voting for her. So what do you call that? I call that a Democrat plant. Watch. Check this out. Among Republicans, Donald Trump is beating Nikki Haley by essentially 50 (laughs) points, 74 to 25. Among independent voters, Haley is beating Trump by 24 points, 61 to 37. That is a swing of 73 points between how Donald Trump is doing with Republicans and how he's doing with independents. So the idea that this is a great result for Haley that gives her new life and everything, the core problem of her candidacy has been appeal within the Republican Party. And she's running at 25 percent. That core problem has not been addressed at all here in New Hampshire. She's just benefiting from a uniquely, massively high number of non-Republicans. Her core problem in the Republican primary, don't gloss over this. We try our hardest not to. Her core problem running as a Republican in the Republican primary is that no Republicans want to vote for her. This morning... The MAGA War Room, which is the official super PAC for Donald Trump, came uh, out with a statement saying, you can't win the Republican nomination without Republican votes. Well, that seems pretty simple, actually. It's very simple. You can't become a Republican nominee without the support of Republican voters. Nikki Haley doesn't have Republican support. Nikki Haley won 15% of self-described Republican voters in Iowa. And in New Hampshire, Nikki Haley won just 25% of self-described Republicans. This is now the new talking point, along with, of course, them uh, signaling that Nikki Haley doesn't have a path forward in the Republican nomination because she's overwhelmingly run by Democrats. Her only support is from pro-Biden Democrat donors like Reid Hoffman. A simple message to Nikki Haley. You can't win the Republican nomination without Republican voters. A lot of people will say, Nikki Haley's a Democrat plant. They'll just scream it at her. We actually put the pieces together. Nikki Haley's working, we believe, potentially with local Democrat parties for them to switch voters and come over and vote for her. She's running on the Trump derangement syndrome ticket. She is the orange man bad uh, candidate, which is particularly disingenuous and particularly grotesque because she served in Donald Trump's administration. She only has a political career because of Donald Trump. It is arguably more nefarious and more treacherous than anything uh, Ron DeSantis did, right? Um, And Nikki Haley's still in the race. In spite of polling like this, these are exit polls, uh, like, like directly from the New Hampshire voters. The vast majority of people supporting Nikki Haley are not Republicans. This is proven out in the data. And it's absolutely worth hammering home this point. So when you see Nikki Haley, you simply need to see Democrat plant. Watch. We asked folks coming into the polls, do you identify as a Republican? Do you identify as a a Democrat or do you identify as an independent? And here's what we found in this exit poll so far. And I think this jumps right out at you. A minority of voters in this first wave of the exit poll in the Republican primary identify as Republicans. A majority, 53%, identify as either independents, 45%, or, and this is a high number historically, 8% identify as Democrats. For some context here, in 2016, the last competitive Republican primary, presidential primary in New Hampshire, the electorate was 55% Republican. It was 42% independent and it was 3% 
Democratic. Mm. So in this initial wave, you're seeing some significant differences from 2016. What's the game here? It, the game here is, and you're, of course, smart enough to understand this, and if you subscribe to the show, we've been talking about this uh, for months now, and it's really accelerated uh, at this point, but we can call it Nikki Haley a Democrat plant uh, September, August. We began to like really put these pieces together. And now you've come full circle to seeing how egregious this play is for Nikki Haley as a Democrat plan. How obvious is it? Let's go down the data. Nikki Haley is idealizing Democrats, calling Nikki, calling Hillary Clinton her idol, saying Hillary Clinton's her inspiration, running on Democrat platforms, pro-BLM, pro-race hoax, uh, pro-mass illegal immigrant criminal aliens pouring into our country in an invasion. Nikki Haley criticized Donald Trump's travel ban whilst she was serving Donald Trump. So, not not a good plan, okay? Nikki Haley's donors are Democrats. That's been proven out a million times over. Nikki Haley's supporters are Democrats, and Nikki Haley's cheerleaders in the media are Democrats. It's so obvious that Joy Reid can get it, okay? Joy Reid, who has the IQ of a uh, temperature of a meat locker, 55 or below, Joy Reid can understand what's going on live on MSNBC. Joy Reid suddenly <gasps> understands what Nikki Haley is. It's incredible. This is a magnificent moment from last night. When Joy Reid, the densest of the MSNBC personalities, finally understood what Nikki Haley was. It's a magnificent moment, actually. Check this out stuff in texas now i'm not saying she could actually get it yeah but if you're the donor class that wants trump gone you tell her fuck it out for a few months i'm going to put some more money in your bank account because if he gets convicted you do want to have a candidate with or enough delegates to go yeah, actually that yeah. can be on the floor and have but a floor fight with donald isn't mm -hmm. if you're a democrat donor joy reed says with an earpiece in directly to the Soros Foundation, right? If you're a Democrat, the Democrat donors who run my earpiece tell me that Nikki Haley should stay in so that she can hurt Donald Trump. So she can go at Donald Trump from like the suburban woman perspective or the independent perspective and do enough damage to Donald Trump to peel them off. Nikki Haley is a Democrat plant. Nikki Haley equals Democrat plant. That's it. Now you thought that a Democrat plant was actually Joe Biden because he behaves like a plant, like a vegetable. But at the actual, they're both Democrat plants. Joe Biden's just a vegetable style plant. We'll get to him in a moment. <laughs> Believe that. And uh, Nikki Haley's just a different type of plant. They've realized that they cannot run Biden or Kamala. They've realized that they've destroyed so effective. It's like people from California. The allegory is perfect. People from California destroy their state with their own policies. Turn one of the most beautiful, resource rich, crown jewels of America into a wasteland, crime-ridden wasteland, third world crime-ridden wasteland, and then they move to your state. Then they move to Florida, Texas, Idaho, Montana, Utah. They go move from California. They're like pestilence. Like they just, they, they eat, the locust eats all the grain, grass, crops, and then it just moves fields to the next one after this is barren. So this is what lib this is what the modern day critical theory Marxist Democrats are doing. They have destroyed their own party, much like they have destroyed states of California, New York, and so on. They destroy where they live, and then they migrate. They parasitically migrate to the next thing, to the next host. And the Republican Party is the host. It's a functional party. They've destroyed their brand so much, they now must go to the next brand. The Republican Party is the brand that actually will win in 2024. And so they're going to now migrate to our brand. And Nikki Haley is their access point. She also speaks exactly like that. Uh, uh, apropos to nothing, Nikki Haley uh, had this clip that 
ping-ponged into my social feed this morning, and we just had to put it in the show. Nikki Haley has spent the week claiming that she wasn't allowed in beauty pageants because of her skin color in the late 1980s. Nikki Haley spent the week claiming that she was made fun of relentlessly in her school class. ALX, grab that photo of Nikki Haley in school. I'm going to put up the photo of Nikki Haley's um, school class, okay? Nikki Haley claimed that she was made fun of relentlessly because of her skin color. Because she was the only brown girl in the school. Again, this is betray- This is uh, betraying your nation. This is spitefulness of Americans. This is using the left's framework of identity politics and victimhood politics in order to get a leg up, in order to claim that you are yourself a victim and everyone f- should feel sorry for you. This is Nikki Haley's classroom, okay, by the way. The, these are the students, these are the students who are so white supremacist that they ruthlessly made fun of Nikki Haley. Zoom out. No, there you go. There you go. This is, there's Nikki Haley in school. Just, I'm just going to leave it there, okay? I'm just going to leave it there. Probably 40% of that class would be what you would consider, uh, in Nikki Haley's terminology, people of color. I call them Americans who are created by God, who who deserve every right that I have and deserve to just have a, a level playing field to succeed on. Nikki Haley would call them people of color. Super happy to be there for any Jesse Smollett or any uh, Bubba Wallace uh, hate crime hoax, Nikki Haley. She said, Nikki Haley said that this classroom is the one that viciously discriminated against her because of her skin color. This classroom. Got it? And now Nikki Haley saying that these kids, these kids who are so uniformly, you know, white, they're, they're da- all of their fathers are probably grand wizards in the KKK, every one of them. Nikki Haley up here saying that uh, these kids wouldn't play kickball with her because of her skin color. I kid you not. Listen to this. Um, but it was hard. You know, I remember on the kickball field going out there and, and there being two groups and saying pick one. And one was a group of black kids and one was a group of white kids. And I, they said, which one are you? And I said, I'm brown. I, you know, I'm neither. And that was the first time I realized that differences matter. But I grabbed the ball and I ran. And before we knew it, we were all playing again. And so it is just it's. Nikki Haley is taking her hometown of Bramberg, South Carolina. I've never been there. We're going to send a team there. We're going to ask people, are you a vicious racist? Nikki Haley has gone on the record time and time again to say that she was raised in this vicious racist town where everyone judged her for her skin color. Every single thing she did was ju- was being judged by her skin color. Every motion, every action. Nikki Haley views the entire world through the prism that the left-wing attaches to the goggles of their brain-dead, brainwashed followers. Nikki Haley adopts that, enjoys it, and then she enjoys flipping the narrative around and saying that sweet little Bramberg, South Carolina, which I'm sure is a beautiful place, which I'm sure is filled with wonderful people, that Bramberg, South Carolina, is filled with the most vicious, vile racist you ever heard of. Because everything that ever happened to her was because of her skin color. They were mean to her because of her skin color. I mean, it is such a sick way to view the world, honestly. And she's attempting to demonize her hometown. And attempting to off the backs of the nice people that presumably were like raised with her. Um, She's just trying to ruin them. Trying to do her best to ensure that you hate them. That you know that they're the worst people on earth and that she's the victim. I mean, it's it's despicable. It is utterly despicable. It's a horrible message also to send out to like America's children who grew up, who all grew up in classrooms looking similar to Nikki Haley's classroom. That everyone's just judging you by your skin color constantly forever. Truly. How repulsive is this, this, this grotesque display by Nikki Haley? Um, who do we who do we like po- possibly as little as Joy Reid? Who do we hate more, like Ronna McDaniel or Joy Reid? I don't know, man. But even Ronna gets it. So if Joy Reid gets the con here, 
And if Ron McDaniel starts getting the con here, the two of the densest, dumbest people in the political landscape, then the game's up, Nikki. Watch. Looking at the math and the path going forward, and I don't see it for Nikki Haley. I think she's run a great campaign, but I do think there is a message that's coming out from the voters, which is very clear. We need to unite around our eventual nominee, which is going to be Donald Trump, and we need to make sure we beat Joe Biden. It is 10 months away till the November election, and we can't wait any longer to put our foot on the gas, to beat the worst president, to beat a president that's kept our borders open, allowed fentanyl to pour through, allowed inflation to, to go rampant. He is hurting the American people, and we need to do everything we can to unite so that we can defeat him. So I'm going to go in domino order here, okay? Domino order. Joy Reid, Ronna McDaniel, Joe Biden. All of them simultaneously know that Donald Trump is the nominee. Nikki Haley lives in a land of Democrat donor-fueled delusion, truly. And this is why Donald Trump calls her bird brain. Here's Joe Biden's statement last night saying Donald Trump is the nominee. Watch. And remarkably, just as you were coming to us, his team in Wilmington, the campaign team, put out a statement. It has nothing to do with his successful write-in campaign in New Hampshire, uh, his first win this cycle. Instead, it's just about Trump. The The campaign manager says, tonight's results confirm Donald Trump has all but locked up the GOP nomination and the election-denying anti-freedom MAGA movement has completed its takeover of the Republican Party. So, <laughs> Joe Biden, Joy Reid, and Ron McDaniel, the dumbest people that literally have ever served in any political capacity ever in American history, all know that the race is over and Donald Trump is the nominee. But Nikki Haley had this to say last night. I want to congratulate Donald Trump on his victory tonight. He earned it. And I want to acknowledge that. Now, you've all heard the chatter among the political class. They're falling all over themselves saying this race is over. Well, I have news for all of them. New Hampshire is first in the nation. It is not the last in the nation. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go. Okay. Total, total delusion. Absolute next level clinical insanity is what Nikki Haley is doing right now. And we've called it out from day one. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to spend so much time on Nikki Haley. This was Donald Trump's night. Donald Trump was victorious in a historic way. We started with the data and the numbers. And so let's get to that. But it's worth putting our foot down and calling a spade a spade and saying, this is what's going on. Nikki Haley is a Manchurian candidate, cloak and dagger, Dem plant. That is simply here not to win any Republican voters because they certainly aren't voting for her. Donald Trump wins by 50 points with Republican voters in abject humiliation. Nikki Haley is here again as an inside track deep state Dem plant candidate. That's it. That's it. That's what it is. So it's just worth stating. I have to have to get that out there. All right. We've been calling it for months and now we have the hard data to prove it. Donald Trump going in on Nikki Haley during his victory speech last night. Go. And uh, today I have to tell you, it was very interesting because I said, wow, what a great victory. But then somebody ran up to the stage all dressed up nicely <laughs> when it was at seven. But now I just walked up and it's at 14. But, but she ran up when it was seven. And, you know, we have to do what's good for our party. And she was up and I said, wow, she's doing uh, like a speech like she won. She didn't win. She lost. And, you know, last last week we had a little bit of a problem. And if you remember, Ron was very upset because she ran up and she pretended she won Iowa. And I looked around. I said, didn't she come in third? Yeah, she came in third. You're a loser. You lost again. Total delusion, only the kind of delusion that you get when you are backed entirely by Democrat dark money that will never go away, 
because these people have had their brains broken by Donald Trump and they need a Manchurian candidate. The cloak and dagger, Nikki Haley, deep state Democrat plant. Whew, it is interesting to see how the vice presidential race is shaping up for Donald Trump. Last night, one of the uh, most interesting welcomes to the stage was Donald Trump bringing on Vivek once again to drop and spit pure fire during his victory party. Very interesting. Donald Trump called him Perfect Vivek. Is that his nickname? Perfect Vivek. Let me know in the comment section if you think Vivek would make a good vice presidency, vice president, and check out his comments last night. What we saw tonight is America first defeating America last. That's what we saw tonight. If you want America last, you can go to Joe Biden. You got another candidate still apparently in the Republican primary. Cut your Social Security to fork over more money to Ukraine so some kleptocrat can buy a bigger house. Go to Nikki Haley. But you know who delivered a double-digit victory tonight? It is a double-digit victory as of right now. Is this man, Donald J. Trump, the leader of America first? And that means something. Now, USA and Donald Trump, America first. Now, I got, I got 30 seconds left. I want to make this point here, okay? We got to say this. We got to say this right. What we see right now with her continuing in this race is the ugly underbelly of American politics, where the mega donors are trying to do one thing when we the people say another. And it's up to us to we the people to at long last say, hell no, we the people create a government that is accountable to us. And we the people have said tonight we want again, as we did in Iowa, Donald J. Trump. What do you think? What do you think? doing our best to make phone calls and talk to people all morning. I'm pacing back and forth in the studio, having chats with people, being like, what's going on with the vice presidential selection? Here's what I know. Uh, it's anyone's game. And that Donald Trump is doing auditions right now. And that is an audition. That is precisely what that is. Now, Donald Trump had an interesting interaction with another person who is allegedly in the running. His name's Tim Scott. You saw Tim Scott on stage. He's a senator from South Carolina. He's somebody who obviously is a big time endorser of Donald Trump and a uh, somebody who ran against Donald Trump for president, but has come around and endorsed Donald Trump and then now hit the trail with Donald Trump. There's an interesting interaction last night where Donald Trump was talking about Tim Scott and his relationship with Nikki Haley, leading to this really interesting moment. In case you're wondering how much Tim Scott wants this VP slot, Check this out. Did you ever think that she actually appointed you, Tim? <laughs> and think of it, appointed, and you're the senator of his state, and she endorsed me. You must really hate her. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's a shame. It's a shame. Uh-oh. I just love you. No, that's, <laughs> that's why he's a great politician. <laughs> I just love you. Tim Scott also was invited to speak for a little bit uh, at the event. And Donald Trump was doing auditions, right? He was joined by his family, but then also some of the people who uh, were with him on the trail. Tim Scott, Vivek, what do you think, man? What do you think? And the people are cheering. Tim Scott having to go up to Donald Trump and go, I just love you. <laughs> Somebody didn't like Donald Trump last night, and it was. Rachel Maddow. Oh, Rachel Maddow. So salty. We're going to combine the clips into a big salt that lib, okay? Both Maddow clips. We got two Maddow clips of Maddow being so salty. Ladies and gentlemen, she's such a slug. You got to put salt on the slug. We're going to salt that lib. First one is Rachel Maddow having a apoplectic panic attack when she has to call it for Donald Trump. And the second one is Rachel Maddow interrupting Donald Trump's speech which wasn't even that long, by the way. The whole thing lasted uh, 20 minutes, less than. But Rachel Maddow couldn't stand it for like a minute and had to like immediately interrupt the president and talk over him because that's what people want to hear, the slug, Pee Wee Herman. But here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is our salt that lived for the day. So get your salt shakers out. Get your salt shakers out and leave me some salt in the comment section. Let's salt Rachel Maddow 
together. So uh, this is a decision that we revisit constantly and that we we will revisit constantly. But tonight uh, we're expecting Trump to speak momentarily. We are going to go to those remarks uh, to see how he uses this moment, at least at first. We'll see how it goes. Again, this is a decision that um, is one that we consider to be an open-ended live decision. Um, Let's go to Trump headquarters. Well, there we go. Um, so this is part of the issue here. Uh, so Donald Trump saying that he won New Hampshire um, not only in previous primaries, but that he won New Hampshire in the general election um, is not true. Donald Trump did, to his credit, um, in 2016 win the New Hampshire Republican primary. He did in 2020 win the New Hampshire Republican primary. But both in 2016, when he was competing against Hillary Clinton in the general election, he narrowly lost New Hampshire in the general election. And then in 2020, when he was competing against Joe Biden in the general election, he lost New Hampshire, New Hampshire by a good, fair chunk of vote. So uh, the former president has opened his remarks tonight once again by proclaiming um, falsehoods about previous elections. This is what makes it hard to take him, uh, his pronouncements live. We'll try again, though. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Maddow in Iowa was like, there's a cost to us for knowingly broadcasting false things. By the way, you, we're still investigating Russiagate. Hunter Biden's laptop, we think it's a Russian plant. It's a disinformation. We know it. The Russians have bounties on American soldiers in Afghanistan. <laughs> oh, man. These people. It's going to be the salt will flow so much this year. There's a sodium deficiency in America. And we're going to solve it on this program. The salt is going to flow. It's going to flow directly into Nevada, where Nikki Haley isn't even on the ballot. So Donald Trump's going to win that by like 99%. And then it's going to flow into South Carolina. That will, I think, potentially be doomsday. I thought that Nikki Haley might come to her senses and just drop out. But hey, man, the the copium and hopium of that dem dollar keeps you going. And so we head to South Carolina where Donald Trump has a really solid base of support and may win by a much larger margin than he won in New Hampshire last night. Here's the preview. If you applied the results I just showed you, you know, Trump's strength with Republicans, Haley's with independents and with Democrats, if you applied them to that 2000 demographic mix in South Carolina, the most non-Republican they've ever had, Trump would win the state by 15 points. Hmm. So it does seem to be panic time for Democrats. It does seem to be panic time inside of the party that has done everything they possibly can to stop Donald Trump, but then boosted Donald Trump directly into the presidential nomination. Because that's what the polling shows. <laughs> that's what the polling shows, ladies and gentlemen. And what's happening over on the Democrat side? Again, like view this as locusts. They've destroyed their own party. They don't have any popularity within with the American people writ large, but not even in their own party. Yesterday, just to show you the contrast, right? So Donald Trump's having a great time. He's jocking. He's jiving. He's juking on stage. He's having a ball with Vivek, Tim Scott, and whatever. He's making jokes. And, uh, you know, Nikki Haley is bomb, like completely bombing, right? Everyone knows this game is up. Joe Biden on stage gets interrupted 11 times by pro-Palestinian protesters during uh, a mulak worship, um, a, a a ceremony to honor and worship Mulak, an abortion rights speech in Virginia. Uh, Joe Biden was incapable of speaking the English language. This uh, just really, really, really very important uh, moment here in America, in American presidential history. Uh, This will be printed, I'm sure, someday on the at the feet of Mount Rushmore. This impressive and inspirational quote by the resident of the White House. We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. (laughs) I want a t-shirt with that on it. Don't mess with the women in America unless you want to see the benefit. So I'm not supposed to mess with women unless I want to see a benefit? So I'm supposed to mess with women? Great message. Also, Joe Biden's trying to put his uh, political rival in jail 
his only political rival, in jail because he's an election denier. Yet here's Joe Biden yesterday. Hello, Virginia. And the real governor, Terry McAuliffe. The real governor. I mean, you can barely hear him say because he's slurring his dentures are like sideways. But he said he called Terry McAuliffe the real governor. Hmm. Looks like uh, maybe we should be prosecuting Joe Biden as soon as we get back into power. Statute of limitations on that. It's going to be like 2029. So there's Joe Biden talking to the real governor of Virginia, who's actually Glenn Youngkin. Glenn Youngkin had a great response that went viral on X uh, of this. It's good to see them fighting back anyway. Um, speaking of fighting, you don't need to be fighting people outside of your party. There's plenty of infighting inside your party. Here's Joe Biden's constant interruptions from his left flank yesterday at his uh, pro baby sacrifice rally. Her incest is Donald Trump. The reason women are being forced to travel out of state. This is going to go on for a while. They got this plan. Look, please don't jump. Folks, the extreme laws passed by Dobbs have no place in the United States of America. Down. It helps so many women. And Her right. Doesn't sound like they want four more years. <laughs> it sounds like Democrats don't want Joe Biden. There are Democrats running against Joe Biden for the presidency. They're also snapping on the trail. And Nikki Haley is, of course, the biggest Democrat running against Joe Biden, interestingly enough. Ladies and gentlemen, to break all of this down, a very interesting night is Rich Barris, who is the director of Big Data Poll. One of our favorite pollsters, the only one we really trust, joins the program now. Rich, is uh, Nikki Haley a Democrat plant? At this point, there's no, I mean, the data is the data. I mean, th- let me give you one stat, Benny. In Hanover Township, Donald Trump got 734 approximately 700 and change votes in the general election in 2020 in that township last night nikki haley got about 40 percent of joe biden's general election vote (laughs) uh there's it i really need to try to like impress on people how much money and constant contact it takes to motivate voters the way that they are motivating with the help of David Pluff, Obama's own advisor. Uh, they are motivating Democrats and de- behavioral Democrats. Everyone's talking about these independents. How many independents? They're not independent. They are behavioral Democrats that were intentionally targeted to go out and vote for Nikki Haley. They will not vote for a Republican to include Nikki Haley against Joe Biden. Come November, they will vote for Joe Biden. I've been trying to warn people about this now for a while. In our polling, we've been asking, who are you? What are you going to do if this person's not your nominee? Nikki Haley's vote, I mean, 50, 60% the entire year, Benny, has been Democrats. And now they're just motivating them. So you're telling me that she's working in coordination with the Democrat Party. Oh, yes. Oh, Benny, you cannot put up the numbers that she put up yesterday. Why? What's the alternative explanation? They just hate Donald Trump so much. No, folks, voters are not motivated like that. Will some of them come out and vote against Donald Trump because they don't like him? Of course. But the proof is in the pudding. The Democrats have never represented one in 10 Republican primary voters in New Hampshire, even when Donald Trump was on the ballot. This is not organic. It takes tens of millions of dollars. And that's what has been going on now for a while. And we saw it in Iowa. It's the same thing. We talked to precinct captains all over the Hawkeye state. These people were being ushered in by activists to change their registration. This is coordinated. If anyone thinks this is organic, get another job and another line of work because you don't know how it works. So they actually have burned their party to the ground, burned their chances to the ground. So now they're running a Manchurian candidate cloak and dagger campaign inside of the Republican lane. Yeah, there's no doubt. 
There's no doubt. It, 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 this is what Ross used to call Operation Chaos, which never really materialized, but on a whole other level, Manny. A whole because nobody's ever been backed by this kind of money before. Mm. Just her alone, 30 something million dollars in a tiny state like New Hampshire, which is a rather cheap media market. That's why Iowa and New Hampshire come first. So other people can compete without big donor money. They've completely destroyed that model. And it's sad. It really is because what they're doing this cycle will change things going forward forever. And and not for the better, Benny, not for the better. I I don't think enough people I don't think enough people actually properly appreciate what's truly going on or Democrats understanding like that this could happen to them also uh, inside of a non-corporately controlled election. But I guess we'll see how it plays out. But what's I think really important to note is that Nikki Haley herself seems a little bit nervous about this entire strategy as she is making these big ovations last night saying that. You know, everyone's supporting her. It's not just Republicans. It's everyone. Everyone come unto me. Um, such hubris from the speech last night, attacking Donald Trump, attacking the candidate. Uh, were you surprised at sort of the vitriol from Nikki Haley? I, I, I think she has to keep the money coming in and the Republican yeah. money is drying up when they're talking about grassroots donations. They're getting them from Democrats. Wait until the filings come through when they're talking about those big chunks. Now we're talking about big Democrat donors. She's going to I think she went hard on him last night because she has to go now and talk to those donors, talk to those Democrats that she promised she could take a stand in New Hampshire and beat him or humiliate him. They knew it was her best shot. This is what never Trump and Democrats wanted, this head-to-head -head with the never Trump candidate. And it's not just demographics. It's attitudinally, New Hampshire is the best chance she had. And after this, it gets even worse. So if you're her, you have to pivot to really attacking him so that you can have, uh, you know, something to tell these donors. They're going to be I mean, Benny, they're going to be mad. And there were also people who were holding off on giving her money until they saw how she would play in New Hampshire. You know, so for all of the media spin and that's what it is for all of the media spin. Nikki Haley will have to go back to the donor. She's doing it now, this morning, today, tonight and explain to them. Why she vaporized tens of millions of dollars to lose by double digits in the state she promised she would win. A week ago, Governor Sununu was proclaiming that absolutely they were going to win. And last night, uh, Donald Trump took 70 percent in his hometown, in his home township of Salem. I mean, it's a no matter what you hear, it's humiliating, Benny. Humiliating. We have this we have this truth from Donald Trump uh, quoting your uh, post on X. Yep. Yeah. Uh, here about Salem Township. Uh, the Sununu is a, a political dynasty there in the state and Donald Trump clean house. Yes. Whipped him. And this is another Salem's a great example. There are other ones as well, especially in and around southeastern uh, New Hampshire. It's very different. This cycle, what we're seeing, like Donald Trump converted legitimately like these were honest conversions. He converted working class Democrats to Republicanism in 2016. And frankly, that's fine. You want to expand your party. You want to, you know, you want to build your tent. You want to increase the size of your tent. That's different than what you're seeing with Nikki Haley here. These people have no intention of ever becoming Republican or voting Republican in a general election. Salem is a great example. There aren't that many Democrats that you could get out there and push, Benny, right? I mean, these townships where there are, that's where you saw Nikki Haley do well. Trump won the purple burbs. He killed her in the purple burbs. She won in blue areas and then in a handful of like, how can I put it without insulting anybody? Very Vermonty, rural New England areas <laughs> where there's like a bunch of nasty smelling patchouli women running around who don't shave their armpits. <laughs> all right. If you get 10 of them to vote in certain townships, right, when there's only like 18 people who vote, you can win those townships. And I hate that's what you see. All of those, you know, Dixville Notch and below and south, south of that. That's what you see all over there. You know what I'm talking folks. <laughs> If you've ever been to New Hampshire, if you've ever been to New England, you know the tiny towns I'm talking about. Don't pretend you don't. And you go into all these shops, there's incense burning, your throat's closing up. They got 18 <laughs> teas for you to try. All right. They're, they're eating moldy cheese with a glass of wine. All right. <laughs> so let's not pretend, you know, these are like rural areas that are like the Hallmark Channel version of rural New England. Uh, it's not. That's yeah, what I worry. You got. Showering is bad for the environment. That's, That's why I don't right. do it.
Donald Trump aluminum deodorant. (laughs) (laughs) I I'm a vegan as they wear all leather shoes and leather belt, right? Right. So okay, Donald. So Donald Trump posted you twice actually in the last 24 hours. Awesome, Rich. Here we go. Donald Trump talking about breaking of the voter records. Can you please break this down real quick? Yeah, look, you know, it's not just New Hampshire either. I mean, so we're talking about two contests, the caucus in Iowa and then the primary, the first in nation primary in New Hampshire. He's broken no less than six records. We went over the three in Iowa, the most votes ever, the quickest call ever. Um, and there was one more, I believe, uh, but it's, yeah, there, there is it's just escaping me. But last night be, that it's escaping me because of the records he broke last night. Benny, I really got to nerd out last night. He went passed his own record for the Republicans. He passed John McCain's. Then he went, set his sights to Bernie's, which is a little over 152,000 for the most votes ever received in a New Hampshire presidential primary. He smoked that, kept going. And one of the really impressive, because population changes. So one of the really impressive things we look at is the share of the overall statewide vote. And Bernie's, that's what was so impressive about Bernie's record in 16. It was like overall, it was 11.03% of all the people in the state. And when Trump broke that record, he was still below that. And he had to get to 168,000 and change uh, votes to surpass Bernie, or actually way surpass me. And he did. At 168, he got to 12%. Then he went through it. And he's currently sitting at a little over 170,000 votes. So let me put this, you know, plainly. More than 12% of the entire population of the state of New Hampshire voted for Donald Trump in a Republican primary last night. That has never happened before. And folks, for nerds like me, that doesn't happen. I stayed up till three o'clock in the morning, like, go, 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 go. (laughs) Because we're just nerds. And honestly, if Bernie did it, I'd be nerding out because it's cool. It's history, you know? Um, This was insane. So nobody else in the world, Benny, nobody else in the world would have been able to do this but Donald Trump. Nobody. I I know I know we got to go rich real fast predictions for South Carolina. What are you seeing on the VP front? Here's here. And yeah, with South Carolina, remember, James Clyburn has been pining for the first in the nation status on the Democratic side for a while. He needs Democrats to vote in that primary. So for Joe Biden, Joe Biden cannot be uh, humiliated like he was in New Hampshire last night, which is another underrated story that you're not hearing about. Uh, So it may be a little bit harder for Nikki Haley to do that. Even still, there will be more evangelicals in South Carolina than there are in Iowa. She's getting, I mean, this is going to be humiliation of the highest order, Benny. This is a total futile exercise, and she's staining the voter records doing this. She's going to cost the GOP a fortune, mailing, texting, uh, you know, knocking on doors, a whole bunch of people who now are marked as Republican primary voters who will never vote for a Republican. So get mm-hmm. a, if you're a Senate candidate, a congressional candidate, get ready to waste millions of dollars because Nikki Hmm. Haley wanted to do this. This is something people really need to talk about. It's not being discussed, but that's the practical result of what Nikki Haley's doing. The veep stakes. Trump is like this guy who does things that are just completely unexpected. I personally don't want to make a pick because he's going to make me wrong. You know, he's going to come out of left field with something totally. I wasn't expecting. He did it to me with Pence and it made sense at the time. It doesn't now, of course. Um, but there's a lot of people to choose from. The only thing I would say is his choice this time, Benny, is different. He's got to have somebody that the administrative state fears and the Republican establishment fears just as much as him. Otherwise, they'll try to remove him by any means necessary. So he needs a pick. That's like an insurance policy at this point. That's where he is. That's his situation. Wow. So like a Vivek or a Tucker. Yeah, it's got to be a bomb. Yes. Training that direction. That's right. Uh, Rich, you are the only man that we trust in polling. You're the only pollster that we actually retweet. And we say thank you for your incredible work. Where can people find your work? Subscribe and support you. Yeah, thank you for that, Benny. It means a lot. Peoplespundit.locals.com. I'm everywhere. I'm on X and everywhere else. But the best, and there I am, at peoples underscore pundit. But the best place, the central hub is on locals, peoplespundit.locals.com. There it is. Thanks, Benny. As always. There we go, baby. All right. See you, Rich. See you later, brother. Absolutely insane. The numbers that Donald Trump put on the board last night and... The beatings shall continue until morale improves. Speaking of being incredibly, incredibly uh, nervous, uh, 
in the Washington, D.C. elite circles, we saw a absolutely massive story. And we efforted really hard to get Carrie Lake on the program this morning to talk about it. Carrie Lake is on a flight all morning. She's going cross country right now. So she cannot join us, but she will be on the program soon, perhaps tomorrow, but definitely this week to talk about this massive, massive story that dropped yesterday. Rich Barris is sitting there saying Donald Trump needs to pick someone that the deep state and the Republican establishment fear as his vice president. That's a really great point. How much do they fear America first candidates? Check out what happened to Carrie Lake uh, early on in her decision process to run for Senate. D.C. elites, dark money D.C. elites tried to bribe her and then threatened her life if she ran for office. And it's all on tape. This is insanity. This is uh, what you're going to hear is a male voice on this call. That male voice is a the Republican Party chair in Arizona. Jeff DeWitt is his name. So he's like big time important person in Arizona the chairman of the Republican Party, is here advocating on behalf of a, a unnamed, nebulous organization out east attempting to bribe Carrie Lake to not run. It's all on tape. Watch. Is there a number at which... I can be bought. <laughs> That's what it's about. You can take a pause for a couple of years. No. And then go right back to what you're doing. No. 10 million, 20 million, third, no, no, no. A billion, no. This is not about money. This is about our country. I think it's disturbing that they would even, that anybody would think this is. I, I, no, to be fair, even me, even me, I'll say this. I want a fresh face right now for the reason that I've never seen anyone, I can't think of a single person in a federal race, who've lost, ran in and won. Okay. Can't think of it. If you can think of it, let me know. I'm not going to let these people who hate our country tell me not to run. You should do I'm not willing to accept that. Then I'm going to be the biggest pain in these people. Go back and tell them that. I'm running, and I'm going to be the biggest pain in their And I'm willing to tell them that. And they're going to have to kill me to stop me. I know, I know. And, and you don't have to tell them that, but no, no. I don't think they will, but... Nah, that's the way they are. Um, Either they come around and try to work with me, or I'm just... What does that entail? That would entail not telling... Layman's telling me, you got to distance yourself from Trump. I know, you distance yourself well, from DeSantis. He's, he's all butthurt about the... But what I'm saying is, don't tell people that. I'm with Trump, okay? I want to work for I the betterment that. of Arizona. I'm, I'm not going to let these people back in D.C. tell me not to run. This is insane. We can't wait to have Carrie Lake on the program. We will make sure that we advertise it when we do. Uh, this is going to be a big show. I want to find out who these people are. What's going on here? Carrie Lake saying you're going to have to kill me. And the guy being like, well, <laughs> you know, we've had members of Congress on the show talking about how they're blackmailed, how they wind up naked in a hotel room with bottled pills and booze and uh, naked hooker. We've had those. It's made international news. We've had multiple members on uh, members of Congress on the show talking about that. And here is Carrie Lake on tape getting bribed by the Republican Party chairman. Uh, and then Carrie Lake saying, you're going to have to kill me. And then the Republican Party chairman of Arizona later on in the call says, actually, it's me who they're going to kill. If they found out that I tried to bribe you on their behalf, then they'll kill me. I'll put the key in my car. And it'll go boom. Watch. Elected officials, unless they're pre-approved by the swamp. And the swamp doesn't pre-approve of me. You need a strong party to help. I you think win. you should go public with this and then no, say, hey, no, 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 no. These people don't want to. They don't want. They. I turn my key in my car and I. Just... <laughs> I don't know. I like my car. <laughs> tell them I'm not flattered. I'm offended that don't they. Don't tell anybody that we had this conversation. I'm offended that they. Um, don't care about our country more. I actually wish you'd just give me a counter offer this big. Give me a counter. <laughs> I can't. I can't be bought. Come on. I can't. All right, I'll see. Okay, bye-bye. Literally begging to buy Carrie Lake for her to not run. This wasn't like to buy her policy prescription on some type of pharmaceutical patent. 
This was to pay her to not run. This is how it's done. They know that Carrie Lake will win, and she has won the nomination for the United States Senate, that she will become the next United States senator in Arizona. And this is the Washington, D.C. cartel paying her to not run. What number? Just give us a number. We'll put you wherever you want. We'll give you anything. Just don't come mess up what we got going in Washington, D.C. We don't want you to be part of our party. That's how it works. Filthy, dirty game. You'll be reminded that a senator from New Jersey, Bob Menendez, was bribed with bars of gold from Egypt. He's on the Foreign Relations Committee in the Senate. This guy got, he's very good at foreign relations, massive gold bars rattling around in his pants and in his bedsheets and pillowcases from Egypt. This guy, these people, they're such scum. Now, you shouldn't accept gold as a bribe from Egypt, but you should potentially invest in gold with my friends at Allegiant Gold. You should take a little bit of your savings and potentially diversify into precious metals. Have you seen the way things are going economically? Do you know what they're going to do in the run-up to 2024? Do you know what the people who, the Democrats who control the stock market and who control like our finance, uh, the Federal Reserve are going to do? They're going to do everything they can to save Biden. He is unsavable, but they're going to do everything they can to save him. And it's going to lead, it's going to be a bad result, okay? They're going to hype everything up before 2024 and then the crash will happen. That's what I think. That's what I'm banking on. And so, ladies and gentlemen, bank on something that has withheld, that has held its value against the dollar forever, which is gold. We used to have a currency backed by gold. It was better days. Ladies and gentlemen, go to my friends at Allegiance Gold. Protectwithbenny.com today. Protectwithbenny.com today. Call them 844-66-BENNY. Get up to $5,000 in free silver with a qualifying purchase. Protect your future now with Allegiance Gold. Ladies and gentlemen, somebody is, um, I guess, not trying to protect their future in the Democrat Party. (laughs) It's a guy who ran for president. He's running for president against Joe Biden actively. His name is Gene Phillips. He seems like he has his heart in the right place. You know, obviously, never vote for him, but like he seems like a kind of moderate Democrat from like the Clinton early 90s days, right? Like a JFK kind of Democrat, like just wants to stand up for working people and stuff. Anyway, Dean Phillips went to a MAGA rally and went on CNN. And I can't believe they aired this. It, it's blowing my mind. They aired this clip of Dean Phillips on CNN talking about how incredible the MAGA rallies were, about how wonderful the people were, how diverse, how happy, how joyous this movement was, a movement of happy warriors. And Dean Phillips is like, Democrat Party is like is destroying this country. Like it's incredible to hear Democrat talk like this. Listen to this: a Democrat presidential candidate wanders into a MAGA rally, and this is what he told CNN. Watch. We have a crisis of participation. And I got to tell you guys, I went to a Donald Trump rally a couple nights ago. Never been to one. Uh, I had an event across the street. I saw the line of people waiting in the cold for hours. And I thought, what the heck? You know, I'm going to be a leader who actually invites people, doesn't condemn them. Met probably 50 Trump people waiting in line. Every single one of them, thoughtful, hospitable, friendly. All of them so frustrated that they feel nobody's listening to them but Donald Trump. A diverse crowd, people who had never been to a Trump event before. My party is completely delusional right now. Completely delusional. I went to a MAGA rally and they were so nice to me. I'm a Democrat running against Donald Trump, right? Like that's actually what he's doing. He's running against Donald Trump. And he went to a MAGA rally, which good on him, actually. And he was like greeted and welcomed and clapped on the back and people were nice to him. And then he goes on CNN to brag about how awesome MAGA is. What a timeline we live in. What an incredible timeline. And I think it's only going to get better. Ladies and gentlemen, I made a mistake yesterday because we don't typically do polls. We are now going to do polls on, I think, every single show. Um, I now want, like, I want a poll up like for every single show. It's going to be something that we work into the process. We're going to pin that poll to the comment section. This is the poll that we pin, and then we'll do the results of the poll at the end of the show. Okay? So you can be, you can be an interactive part of the show. This is our poll from yesterday. Vivek versus Trump. Who do you want as VP? I will tell you the truth. Uh, I love you, and I care about this audience so very much, and we hustle and grind. We'll do anything for you, like to make sure that like we are delivering the news to you and delivering hope and encouragement and uplifting to you. I pride myself on knowing our audience and being fine-tuned with what you believe and what you think. This shocked me. This poll shocked me. I know that there's a lot of people that want Tucker Carlson as vice president. And I know there are people who like 
Vivek as vice president. But I didn't know that Vivek would win by 20 points in a poll for who should be Donald Trump's vice president. That shocked me. I thought they'd be neck and neck. I thought it'd be maybe 50-50. There's also 18% of people that said someone else. So who is that someone else? Maybe that should be the next poll. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, that is the that is the result of the poll. 9,000 people voted in our audience. And we're gonna put up a poll every show and we're gonna ask a question. And we'll read the results at the end. It'll have to do with what we're talking about during the show. And we'll put up the results and that'll be an, another fun way to have interaction uh, with the audience and the show, something that we are perpetually driving towards and something that we um, have a lot of fun plans for. A lot of fun plans for. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of being happy warriors and being joyous warriors, we would never, ever leave you without your verse of the day in order to give you that uplifting to march forward. It is, of course, Wednesday after all, right? Let's get through this week. First Chronicles 29. Yours, O Lord, is the greatest. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. For all that is in the heavens and in the earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head above all. Let's read it. What are the attributes of our Lord? Greatness, power, glory, victory, majesty. Ladies and gentlemen, the victory is ours in this life or in the next. All you must have is faith in our Lord. What a wonderful message to kick off our middle of the week live. And what a wonderful message for a day like today. March onward. You cannot defeat an army of happy warriors. And I'm marching and fighting right alongside with you. It's your boy, Benny. See ya.